Welcome, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, episode 35, Watching Eyes. Hey guys, welcome to Occultus Anonymous, episode 35, The Long One. That's the title. I'm just, no, it probably won't be. Um, but yeah, this is a special episode of Occultus Anonymous. We're going to run a little bit longer than normal um, because after this is done, it won't matter to you because you're just watching this on YouTube, but we're going to do a stream test ahead of our first stream on Discord or Twitch. This is Discord. We're going to be streaming on Twitch. Uh, Join so us be tomorrow next week, night. And I'm absolutely paranoid about tech problems. So that would just be next week. So instead, you just get a super long episode today on Thursday because Friday we're going to live stream to, uh, that night. So you can actually watch this now, get caught up. And when you show up to watch us stream live, you'll actually be caught up. You will know exactly what is going on. There will be no waiting behind. So cool. And if you're watching this like a long time ago um, and we've been playing on and on, then just ignore all this. Um, but hey, uh, I'm just going to interject here and say that if anyone does know what's going on, please tell us because we <laughs> there have been surprisingly few people who have who have messaged or commented about what um, what they, they think they know what is going on, which is absolutely terrific. Though, I guess, to be fair, they only saw today. Yeah, they the haven't seen the second one. part. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll see some more stuff. Though, um, I will give a shout out to, uh, who was it? Naughty Ninja Princess? Shoot, I gotta, I, I, I gotta, I gotta find him. Because, I mean, I, I'll give, I'll give a shout out where it's due. Uh, posted in the comments and said, I bet they're possessing. Yes. Yes, the seer was possessing Alma. I, I've got to give this shout out because they, they called it like immediately. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was pretty quick. Yeah. Yes. Princess Naughty Ninja. I was right. Uh, and uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, we are, of course, uh, now sponsored by Roll20. Hi. Thanks, guys. Um, and uh, that's because we like Roll20. It's really a cool tool. And that's how we from different places in North America, not just the US, but North America. I've been training myself, Craig. I won't let you down. Um, uh, are able to play together online. So it's really cool. We appreciate that. And then of course, from viewers like you, our patrons, uh, Ryan, Brendan, James, Perry, Josh, Thomas, Schmitty, Claire, Michael, Danny, Nova, and Kat. Uh, thank you guys so much for your financial support. We appreciate it. Um, and uh, special shout out. Hi, Josh. Thanks. He just pledged like two hours ago like an hour ago yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah you guys let us do cool stuff like buy upgrades and buy software and buy books like i picked up uh shunned by the moon so i have werewolf enemies and stuff like that which is a little a nope. little late so nope. i mean werewolves will just show up again later right that'll be fine refuse uh, no we so, done that we're done uh, check mark yeah we, we, did, check we did the whole werewolf check. we did all the werewolves <laughs> You said we're not going to get any more A-beats by studying them, so fuck, yeah. fuck werewolves now. <laughs> freezing, 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 freezing. Uh, so, uh, when we last left off, um, well, we were in a couple different places. Uh, but I want to <laughs> do a quick step back here um, uh, to, to Craig. Um, weird. So, talk to me about what, because uh, when we last left off, Weird had been passed out on the couch in Songbird's apartment. What had what had weird been up to the the day before? Um, she's uh, deeply conflicted. 
and she's not really sure what she's doing and why she's doing it. And there's a lot of competing goals and aspirations in her head. And it's just like she taking her soul stone and setting up a domain in the bar was like ridiculously foolish. I mean, she had reasons for doing it that way, but like after it was all done, she's like, why did I even do that? And cross some, just, cross some guardian lines there too, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got some conflicts about the guardians as well. And yeah. Conflicts between path and what she wants to do. And well, if you've so got so many just, conflicts, have I got the order for you? Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, cool. Yeah, because uh, we didn't really have a chance to to really talk about what Weird had been up to. So, basically, she'd been, what, walking the street and just kind of letting yeah. fate kind of guide her and just kind of came up with, yeah, I know phrasing, uh, <laughs> and just basically didn't really come up with anything. Nothing really clicked. No. Cool. And, like, Bye. couldn't really try, try to sleep. And, like, as soon as she lied down, her brain starts spinning. And it's like there's a war going on mentally. And she just... Figured she might as well go up and wander around until she got exhausted. Gotcha. And so, yeah, when we last left, even even after mom friend Travis had tried to make Weird go to sleep. She uh, snuck out. Work, snuck out. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Was that a finger waggle? Yes. I saw? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to jump in with Weird basically waking up on the couch um, a little while later. Uh, at this point... The sounds of conversation from Atratus's room has kind of died off and, and gone quiet. Um, and that's kind of where we we kind of pick up is whatever was going on in there. There were the sounds of Atratus's voice kind of muffled and Songbird's voice. Um, I guess the female version of Songbird's voice. Um, and then another very weird kind of melodic, tinny metallic voice that was very odd i didn't say it um and uh yeah and so that's where we pick up i don't know if you guys are coming out if it, uh weird is gonna you know go knock on the door and see what's up but um no i'm not gonna they're in atratus's room i'm not gonna disturb them i'm just guess i'm gonna go rummage around in the kitchen and see if i can get something to eat cool. it's been a couple days yeah go to sleep you eat Priorities, right? Get a sandwich before the meeting. Yeah, yeah, a sandwich before the meeting. Yeah, and I haven't had anything since, so I'm gonna see if I can rummage around, find something to eat. I'm sure Songbird has a decently stocked. There's food. Yeah, or at the very least, protein shakes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So yeah. Uh, So over in uh, Atratus's room, uh, you guys had summoned up uh, an entity um, that you guys decided to Hephaestus. call Hephaestus, um, and said, okay, yeah, we'll totally summon you in Atratus's soul to kind of give us a hand and then said, bye-bye, let it dissipate. And that's kind of where you guys are at as I guess you might hear sounds of the kitchen fridge opening cabinets and stuff like that. Somebody else is in the house. Okay. So it's like, Eight o'clock at night, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go soul exploring now, or do you want to sleep on it and do it tomorrow? It's your journey. It's more that I don't know how long this will take. I was in my soul for what felt like a long time, and I awoke 
minutes later. Okay. I don't think time is the same there. Uh, all right. Do you want to do this then? Sure. Do you... Weird. Sounds like she may be back. Sure. Should we make sure she's like not a zombie or something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so yeah. Let's go check on her. Right. Like pop out. Weird. Is that you? Go to bed. I slept for hours. You guys were busy. I really did take like eight hours to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should still. Uh, you got any booze in here, Songbird? Uh, absolutely. You, you know that to be true. Okay. Is it all just wine or is there hard stuff too? I'm sure there's liquor. Okay. Uh, something happened? Yeah. You, so come back right. into the kitchen with like a big sandwich and a large glass of straight alcohol. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, Jack Daniels, if you got it, otherwise it'll be scotch. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, sit down on the couch. So what's going on with Mammon? There was a big emergency, I thought. So I rushed back here and then... Um, his memories might have been tampered with. Okay. So that's fun. Where, where is he? That's... Uh, I think he's still at the Mysterium. Uh, they had he's him. At yeah, at Bethanyam being Safe. Okay. And we thought this might be Graves. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, did you tell it? Did they tell us like, a person? No, I yeah, they, they just told they, us they, his. The own. message was basically round up. He's safe. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah, it's not a big thing to freak out, but maybe get everybody behind a sanctum so that technically, because technically the seers, so long as they're following the Lex Magica, the Pentacle also follows the Lex Magica, but when the Sears cross it, then the Pentacle feels like they're in the right to actually aggressively do something. So as long um, as we're here, themselves. they're not allowed to like spy on us with one of the creepy mummies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we don't yeah. know anything about that <laughs> no. character. So. Well, yeah, no. They're not allowed to get caught spying on us with a creepy mummy. Yeah. That's the thing. Actually, that whichever direction Craig is at um, so yeah so that, that is the last thing you guys had heard so yeah the, he's at the Athenaeum they've I guess they're trying to help him figure out what's real and what's not and we've been told to batten down lay low well I'm, I don't want to be no offense Songbird it's a lovely place and everything but I don't want to be cooped up in here forever well, I mean, funny you should say that. <laughs> yeah, Fiona. We were just thinking of going exploring. Oh yeah, it's an emergency. You guys should stay put. Let's go exploring. <laughs> no, we're Where not we going. going. We're not physically going anywhere. Um, we just summoned <laughs> up. Um, Epiron. Epiron. Yeah, so I could ask it what was wrong with my matter spells. Turns out. My soul's broken. So. Time out. Time out. Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> Something's wrong with your matter spells? 
Yeah, they've been so- difficult and like Songbird pulled up the Imago of one when I was casting and it was like broken. And so you summon a supreme being and it's telling you your soul is broken. Mm-hmm. There's either too much or not enough of it. So we're going on a trip to fix it. Is this something you may have done to yourself or did somebody do this to you? Don't know. <laughs> but something's wrong. So. Have you told anyone else? No. I found out like five minutes ago. Okay, because. Okay. Soul fuckery is, is like serious shit. Like this is like call the guardians level kind of shit. I don't Not that I'm suggesting that we do that, but. So what are you planning on doing now? I was going to go take a look inside my soul the way Songbird did yeah, and go look around. And you've done that before, right, Songbird? Mm-hmm. He's done it. It went fine. Yeah, fine. and and in terms of like knowledge that you guys have going into your own soul while a potentially spooky and traumatic thing is a fairly safe thing to do because it also is you at your most powerful. Yes. Um, and, you know, the worst that can happen is if you are hurt by the native Goetia, all that happens is your dream health is damaged and you get kicked out you and, wake up, yeah. and your body is fine. The The only issue is if somebody else is in your soul messing with it actively. And so you have, you know, an opposing mage coming in and wrecking shit. Uh, that is going to be a problem. Um so I wouldn't know if there was someone in my soul though, right? Not necessarily. Nope. Okay, well that that that's where you get into stuff like some mind magic might do that. Um uh, uh some death magic might do that. Kind of inspecting a soul. Anyways, I'm for it. Do you wanna okay. come along? Do you want me in there? I I mean, I don't, I don't know what's in there. Three's coming. Yeah, okay. I'll come. Sure. Cool. Uh, so we'll pause that as you guys settle and kind of get comfortable in Atratus's room to kind of meditate. Um, and you, because you guys are going to be using her soul stone, it'll be a direct easy path directly to her soul. So that's, that's handy. Uh, and we cut over to Mammon sitting across from Hisa um, at a, you know, small diner down in the financial district. And both of them have their active mage site turned on and beyond the weird world uh, that Mastigus see. Yes. Uh, of, you know, twisting shapes and people as a conglomeration of imps and demons clinging on that represent all their thoughts and feelings and emotions and vices. Um, there like is this floating mummified eye creature floating on six wings of smoke. Um, and he's, goes, yeah, we're being spied on. That's a problem. Uh, I concur. Um, 
Okay. Um, and he's kind of looks around quite a number of people here. He says, I can't teleport us right now because uh, that's going to cause another problem. So let's get out of here. Okay. Okay. Um, so he quickly like slaps down, you know, a tip on the table, grabs his jacket kind of thing and, you know, hurries um, out the door, um, you know, kind of making sure that you're coming along with him. Um, if you're leaving your active mage side up, um, you can watch as this thing just like, it's not like a zombie slow thing. It's it moves pretty quick, and those big like wings of smoke, very Balrog esque. Um, you're just beating and just woof, moving across uh, through, and it's it is a full size like person thing. So this is not a small thing that is floating about, um, and it's following you very you know horror movie esque. Um, and he's a you know is. As soon as he gets outside, basically takes to a quick jog and is like eyes looking, trying to find an alleyway, someplace that is, you know, safe from prying eyes. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Do we find it? Yeah. Yeah. I was just, just giving you a moment to interject. Uh, but yeah, um, he ducks around the corner. Um, and looks and, you know, for a moment, there's nothing in either direction. Um, he's got a moment of, uh, you know, peace, so to speak. Um, and uh, he, you know, motions you over, grabs hold and says, um, you know, hang on. <laughs> um, and let me see here. Quick math. Not using high speech. Actually, he's not even going to take any extra time, so he's just going to use the shadow name. So, uh, how strong is his shadow name? Shoot, does he need what was that? Is it how strong is his shadow name? He's got a pretty, pretty established pretty sense of self. Um, I just realized I was like, I'm about to cast teleport, I can't remember. <laughs> What all goes into that? I don't think you need extra potency. Nope. Okay, cool. Um, and, oh, does he need a connection to you? No, he doesn't, because it's just casting on you. Okay, cool. Um, and at least as far as he's a casting teleport, um, it literally just looks like the whole world just kind of bends away and to just avoid the darkness. And then as it kind of bends back, you're suddenly standing in Kiza's office where that circle of flower had been. It's still there, I guess, until somebody comes to vacuum it up. Um, and he, you know, just no sense of movement, just suddenly one room and then the next. And he kind of lets, lets you go and he kind of gives you a look up and down. He goes, what did you do? Like, like, what? no, no, no. Like way back when, before you were awakened, you were a bank, you, you, you robbed banks. Right. What banks did you rob? Usually the kind with money. But no, like, but no huge ones, no 
No, no secret Nazi safety deposit boxes. Nothing. Um, because that's that's a Gregory. That is some twisted, fucked up sleepwalker that they've shoved into a cocoon, and they are now forever separated from their soul. That thing is just going to follow you. It will probably arrive here soon because it can flipping teleport to wherever you are because it has a connection to you now that it can maintain. Where are we at? Uh, you're in the Athenaeum in his office. It's not warded? I mean, but it can keep trying. Like, it may take... Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, it, may, it won't necessarily boop, just be here, but yeah, so... We're here now. We have a decent ward, but if it wants to, it can keep trying to get here. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. Uh, I don't know how much mana the damn thing has, but and that's if you don't have Mr. Graves sitting next to it, channeling more mana into it. Why do they want you? Uh, I'm not sure. I've been, I mean, I was wondering the same thing. I, I don't know if you guys are aware, but he had set up a meeting with my cabal where he talked about wanting to trade favors for information. But of course he didn't have any information we, we wanted. And besides we wouldn't have traded with him anyways. Um, but he didn't, he didn't offer me anything, which I thought was weird because I mean, let's be honest. I'm probably the most morally ambiguous of the bunch. I'm an easy mark, but I don't know, but then he was just waiting for me in my apartment, so the, I don't know if I'm just the lucky one or or the unlucky one, sure. Um, or, or the unlucky one. Did, um, so wait, he knows your so he so he knows your sympathetic name, he knows who you used to be. Yeah, but that's not hard to find out. Right, and that's how he found well, um, what about the, the, the company that, that you run now? That you, you went legit. Have, right. have you have you fucked with anything? Have you sh- like had No, I mean it's it's been mostly small clients. Um not even anything like a bank. And you don't it's actually usually... steal anything, you just get in. No. We just get in and then we we, we take photos <laughs> proving we're inside a sensitive area and then that's it. That's all the contracts usually entail. So no, I mean, I've been running it by the books. I don't, I don't take anything unless the client specifically requests. You know, try to get in and steal a laptop, trying to th- type of thing. But that's super rare. And um, no. And so, and he's just like pacing through the office, and then you know, kind of sits down on the the edge of the of the big desk, and he's like, I don't know, like you. Don't think you pissed anybody off before as Todd. Well, hang on. Let me rephrase. I definitely pissed people off as Todd. I just don't know what would piss off a mage. Right. But you were you were you were small time. Right. You know, it wasn't like you were knocking over huge metropolitan banks. It was targets of convenience. Right. Um, mm-hmm. um, and, and like you, you wouldn't have kept anything weird right like you never knocked over a bunch of safety safety deposit boxes and like found what could have been like an artifact or something no unless you know the artifact was something super mundane you know like um 
I mean, well, there were some guys in the crew that would keep um, like CDs, USB drives, things like that, because that's valuable blackmail material. But I never did just because that's that's not my thing. The tech side isn't me. But hang on, your crew. What about them? Like. I mean, how how, how big of a crew? Because because you said you had that the new guy who right. may have been Beck. We, we, that's inconclusive. Um, Humoring. Right? Um, but then, so there were others? Like, how big of a crew did you have? So, um, without going into too much detail, it was never really like a set-in-stone crew. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to call Jimmy up. Um, it was basically a loosely connected uh, organization, super informal structure that way if one person gets pinched they don't really know anybody else that's in it um we used uh sigils and signs to know who was inducted into it um but uh otherwise you know you may get a call from a guy you did a job with a year ago and say you know hey i got a job with the order we're gonna you know we're gonna hit a bank tomorrow at noon you know the the order well, is generic name. I'm not. Uh, Mama didn't raise no snitch. Okay. Um, I mean, was there like some big shot calling, calling plays? No. Nobody. Nobody ran anything. It was um, like I said. It was. It was loosely organized. Uh, to my knowledge, anyways, there was nobody at the top, and I had been in it for almost seven years by the time I awakened. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, it's kind of late. I mean, it's like four, five-ish at this point. Um, I kind of want to get home. So um, I need to think on this. I've got some books back at my sanctum. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's get you settled in a, in a place that's comfortable and not a lab. And um, and and we'll we'll try and pick this up in the morning. Hopefully, Oceans has um, has some stuff lined up, and maybe we can get some other Mastigos in here. Because I, I I don't know. This is and the idea of an order that you worked with, even if you don't know that somebody was working at the top, like that. That's kind of. I mean, for all we, for all I know, it could be it could have been a Mysterium thing that you guys were. Well, no, you you guys made your own deals, your own plans, and stuff like that. You didn't have somebody dropping hints and stuff like that on. on yeah, exactly. There was uh, there was there was no there was no contact. There was no guy that we bought plans from. Um, it was just people that knew each other who knew someone who knew someone who knew someone who knew someone. Who knew someone you know. It, like I said, it was super loose and informal. Okay. Okay. By design. That way the whole the whole structure can't topple if a couple people get grabbed. Sure. Kind of classic sleeper cell kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's nothing. Okay. Um and uh so he kind of, you know, gathers some of his things off of his desk and you know, cell phone slipped into his pocket and he's like, Okay, come on, we'll and he takes you down through the Athenaeum through the 
you know, library, which at this point is, there's still some folks there, um, you know, some, uh, some other mages, but takes you back towards, um, an area of, uh, like storage and stuff like this is the same place that you guys took, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Titus. Titus. Yeah. Um, and so there's some, you know, small, I almost call them cells, but they're more like, you know, very monastery-esque. Like there's there's a bed, there's a table, there's a desk. Uh, there's not even like a sink or anything like that. There's a bathroom down the hall. It's not exactly a hotel room even, but it's a comfortable spot. The bed is looks, you know, it's a queen size bed. So it's, you know, decently large, but it is not uh, not a place that you'd want to stay very long. Um, Shanna, uh, you know, would would have stayed in a in a place like this. Uh, though I guess technically Evan hasn't met Shanna. Anyways, um, no. but yeah, and so he's a uh, you know kind of opens the door and you know kind of motions. He's like, uh, unless you've got a safer place with you know wards, this is this is probably the best place for you right now because. At this point, you've you're clearly being watched. They're trying to manipulate you. I mean, the next step is they try to kidnap you. Out of character. Mm. What what location? Like what room did you say we're in again? It's like um it's basically a think like a really, really, really small barracks, like about 10 rooms that are just kind of tucked to the corner for like people who are coming in and visiting, like uh Atranus's friend Shanna. When she's done with a place and she's visited and dealt with whatever weird monstery cryptid thing, swing in, chill here for a day or two, and then go back out on a next mission. So it's just like a very small room. It's like a hostel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I appreciate the offer. Uh, question, though, you said that um, despite the fact that this is warded, uh, I mean, given enough time, it can eventually just brute force itself through the ward. Um, it could potentially, yeah. Wouldn't that be bad for the Athenaeum for for it to be inside? Because then it's it's not just giving information about me; it's giving information about the building and its contents and inhabitants. Yeah, um, that that is a concern. I'm actually uh, going to go chat with some other folks who are here to make sure we're aware, and if. Um, I mean, it is my ward, so I will know when it makes an attempt. Um, and I won't necessarily know if it's if it gets through, but if it starts making attempts or something like that, I I, I can call you. And and yeah, but at that point, it could be too late. Wouldn't it be a better idea to um, I don't know, teleport us to like a a day's end or something, and just throw a quick ward on the room. That way, if it gets inside, whatever, it's just, it's just days in room. It would be protected from a Grigori, but I mean, that doesn't keep Mr. Graves or Cynthia or any of them or just finding the location and knocking on the door, kicking the door open. So, I mean, You're it's not- your call. You're not wrong, but I can't stay in here forever. No. And there is obviously something that they either want from me or want me specifically for. And Mr. Graves has not given me the impression that he takes no for an answer. He's 
he's going to continue to try until he gets what he wants. So the question then becomes, do I want to face him on my own terms, prepared to deal with him, or sit in here and wait and hope and potentially drag the organization down with me? At the end of the day, it's your call. Um, I I think that our established wards here are enough to hold this thing off for a while. It's going to be a lucky chance if it gets through. Um, but, I mean, I, I I get it. I mean, you're a Mastigos. We, we don't do well with boundaries. We don't do well with walls and cells and being confined. So, like, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure this is a little bit of torture for you, not making your own decisions. I might... My suggestion, my my recommendation, spend a night here and tomorrow we'll have a bunch of folks come over. We'll we'll teleport in a bunch of folks from around the caucus and we'll have everybody kind of get together. We'll have a big brainstorming session. We'll we'll see if we can figure something out. We'll poke around in what memories you're willing to show us and Where is um where's Oceans? I haven't seen her in a while. Um as far as I know, she went to call up the rest of the caucus and um, I mean at this point she's possibly headed home. We can call her and find uh, find out what she's up to. Well the reason I ask is um, I have been told that Mr. Graves now you know what I'm um, I appreciate the offer but I am going to uh, I think I'm going to head home. Okay. Um, do you live far? I can come and put down a ward for you. Uh, no, no, that's okay. I'll. Uh, it's not. It's it's out of the way, and it's not a big deal. Um, I mean, I say I disagree, but it it's it's on you. Um, well, yeah, here, and uh, pulls out his phone. You know, pulls up his number, and you you basically you know just really quick exchange information. Call me. If if something weird is going on, um, that's Ding. Ding. Uh, if uh, something happens, that's probably the best thing you can at least let me know. Um, especially if they they try to you know just kick down the door to your apartment, which I mean he knows where it is, he can get in. So um, at least if you're there, maybe he won't show up with armed thugs. Um, but yeah, just keep me informed. Well, I mean, to to his in his defense, uh, he he's been mostly polite up to this point. You know, polite cool? for me. Yeah, and breaking I mean, into your house and like digging into your brain is just super polite. Not exactly polite, but yeah, um, not exactly polite. But he didn't use force, right? Um, okay, well. Um, um, <laughs> and he pulls his phone out, sends a quick text. Okay, well, if nothing else, uh, Shodell has your apartment listed as your sanctum. Yes. So that is correct. Fuck it. At this point, if they if they come by and they cause a ruckus, we'll we'll bring it up. Uh, the silver ladder will love to yell and scream at them. And um, if they don't back down, then we try to 
apply some force and tell Mr. Graves to back the fuck off. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, and you said it's out of your way. Uh, I mean, I mean, I teleport, but um, sure. Uh, yeah, but then my car'd be stuck here. Oh, sure. Right. Cars. Um, okay. Well, uh, and he reaches his hand out, shakes yours, you know, and we'll, we'll figure this out. I, I promise we'll get it figured out. I'll be in contact tomorrow morning. Okay. Th- Good luck, buddy. And then just <laughs> he's gone. Um, yeah. And you so, head home. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in the car and I'm gonna head home. Um, I am going to um, I'm gonna <laughs> dig one of my one of my burners out of the glove compartment, and I am going to use the. The, the contact list on my actual phone to uh, to probably to call weird because she has um, like an espionage background. Mm-hmm. Um, so so she, I feel, would be more receptive to buy crackpot conspiracy theories. Cool. All right. So uh, we jump over here uh, to you guys. Here's my question, because. At this point, we have two parallel tracks going. Um, does Bayman get that call um, before or after you guys head into Atratus's soul? I would go before, right? They just said it was like 5 p.m. So okay. this would have, she would have gotten the text or whatever while she was asleep. Yeah, oh. I'd have been. And woke up to it. No. Yeah. Yeah, conscious on the couch after two days awake. I'd have, I'd yeah. have right yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. You, you would wake up. <laughs> To the text yeah. on your phone that you missed while you were sleeping. If you guys want to do your your soul searching, I would have no problem with it being retconned that like I got out after you guys. We're already in. If you want to do your thing, yeah, that's fine. Um, cool. Because um, that basically lets us have an idea of what resources you guys might have. So, time to make a soul journey. All right. Uh, I All believe right. meditation is resolved plus composure. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to find it again real quick. World of Magic. Fallen Worlds. Yes! <laughs> I'm learning this book. We've only played for 35 episodes, and I'm starting to find stuff. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. No, PDF, please. Scroll, please. Thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, um, weird. The thing we summoned wants to come also. I was going to get my Damon's opinion on that before I start summoning a supernal entity into their I think that's wise. realm. Um, but do you guys want to go ahead and roll int uh, intelligence plus a cult for what you know? To see about. if that's a good idea. <laughs> it's like, hey, summoning a supernal being into my soul. Um, a minus two on that, please, because this is a little bit uh, esoteric. Yeah, oh come some, on! Some <laughs> come on! Come on, my dude! Hey, this listen! Is a, this is a chance die. Weird nose. Songbird knows. Uh, I don't know the, shit. No, Songbird does not know because that's a chance oh. die. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. So uh, yes, weird. You do know summoning a supernal entity. The the very idea of summoning a supernal entity into your soul is not a bad thing. Uh, it is not immediately going to cause. Now, doing it into a sleeper soul. Because, all, uh, yeah. yeah, that was super bad idea. But within an awakened soul, nothing is inherently bad 
for the supernal being. Uh, they still have that limited time before the fact that they are not in the supernal realm. Time is going to start ticking down, so that still happens. But it's not necessarily going to be a dangerous thing. That said, you are putting a unknown supernal being with power and stuff like that into a soul where they can work uh, magic um, freely, air quote. Um, only the owner of a soul has free unlimited reach uh, without paradox. Um, supernal beings follow the same rules that, in this particular case, Songbird and Weird would do, but it's still capable of casting spells and stuff like that. Uh, right. So inherently, not necessarily a dangerous thing other than you're bringing somebody in that you've known for a few minutes into your soul. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to ask the demons so if they were it, cool with it. There's no inherent dangers, but it's a matter of how much you trust the supernal entity. Because um, if they're, if they have their own motivations or their own goals, they have a lot of power inside your soul to wreck with you. So, if you got a good vibe for this guy, we can. I mean, it didn't really seem to have much of a personality. How eager did it seem to go into your soul? It's the one that asked, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, it asked to be let in. It asked if it could it come talked about how Like, sort of curiously asked? Like, Very much so. Yeah. It wasn't like a, oh, take me in? Like, no. <laughs> no, it was more of a, you are an interesting broken thing, and we don't know how you work. You it want wants to, know to how see. To fix you. Yeah. Don't know that fix ever came up, let's be clear. Yeah, no, I never said about fixing. It described me as a puppet with the strings cut that was still moving around. Pretty little broken thing. Which is super fun, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I love that you guys are basically having this conversation while you're sitting in a domain, which is a minor reflection of Atratus's soul. No big deal. Um, nothing wrenched, nothing gained, right? Sure. I sit. Yep. I sit down and start like fucking yoga posing. Cool. Um, so uh, yeah, there's no cost to Should this. Should we like lay down? Because when you it, 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 it like literally it's, it's up to you. Um, because this is this is similar, and it's something I've been bad about pointing out. Uh, I, I kind of feel really bad because because it happens to Mammon uh, a lot. Is how the thing happens is kind of up to you guys. So, like in the case of his like locate object, he could, as part of the spell, have a map laid out in front of him and go, "There it is," instead of the normal yep. like, "Oh, I just have a." It's all part of the Amago, right, exactly. Yeah. So, in this particular case whatever you're meditating is your body is still awake okay right. that's what i was worried about i didn't know if my body was gonna like pass out no. and collapse okay then yeah we'll sit down because you're technically meditating uh result hey shout out to that willpower, willpower. <laughs> yeah cool um uh, resolving composure to you yes on a critical success you go in in uh, a single turn instantly Try again at a minus one. Weird. Well, the problem is. Cool. Okay. So power for that. This is this is this is wonderful. This is fun. So yep. you're in her soul before she yes. is. 
So. Oh, cool. So you get a turn to run around and, you know. You get an hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have fun. Um, so um, when, well, actually, because we know what Songbird does when he enters uh, his soul. He had that sinking down, shrinking into himself. What is it like for Atratus? Like, how does she travel? What What is that kind of mental picture? Because, you know, they'd have others where it's like they literally step up out of their body and start walking you know, through a doorway that opens, they sink down. Others, you know, go literally go, you know, straight up Ant-Man. They shrink down below the atoms into the quantum realm that resolves to be their soul. Is there a particular way? Now, I like the the astral projection view of it, just sort of. Stepping up out of your body. Stepping out of your body. Yeah. Cool. Into, it's very Moros too. Yeah, it is. Uh, what about uh, for, for Weird, who apparently goes, okay, we're going to go. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, for weird, it's um, like a um, like walking through a thorny gate. Sure, but is it is it the same kind of like out of body? It's yeah. She they, you know, there's a gate. She rises up out of her body and opens up the gate, and then she's in begins to walk. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I like it. So um, that way we don't delay this too much. Um, Atranus and Songbird. Basically, you guys find yourselves. You know, Songbird kind of steps up and is suddenly in this place uh, that feels familiar and very, very weird. Ding. Uh, Ding. For Atratus, this this has a very, you know, homecoming feel of walking down and suddenly you're, you know, there. And you find Weird, um, who, uh, Weird, what does your armor, your Amnion look like? Um, so, well, well, actually, what do you appear like in... Uh, uh as as your soul do you, as yourself or um so like really long pointy ears and the hair is all kind of like in this big mane mm-hmm. um like it's sort of floating around on its own kind of deal cool um and uh she's got like the um tinkerbell sort of leaf dress on <laughs> of with course the short she skirt. Does. sure right and she's got the rapier right yep and she's got the rapier and when you sort of armor like crossing up, Tinkerbell and Peter Pan, Peter, sort of, yeah. Peter Pan looking yeah. ass. And, yeah, yeah. And so when you armor up, does it look like Peter Pan esque, like you know, Lost Boys put together armor, or is it? No, it, it's like natural stuff, and it's all kind of thorny, so kind like of... there's sort of druidy. Yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah, but the thorns are are a big factor. And Songbird, you appear as as your Valkyrie kind of self, or mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Uh, Atreus. What about? What is the soul self of Atratus? She just looks like herself. her normal self. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you two show up and you can look over and you see, see Songbird and oh yeah, Songbird, sure. It's uh, got a little bit extra, you know, cosmetic armor. Um, and then you look over <laughs> across um, what in my head is this huge open like um the the entry hall to like an enormous like old school manor so it's large it's open you big sweeping stairs uh it's like the ballroom almost from uh Beauty and the beast thank you <laughs> um 
and or the Adams family or the Adams family. Um, and to one side is Weird, who you guys recognize because it's still her face, but she's you know tinkerbelled up she's and she's got her armor. An elf. And yeah. are you small? I'm yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty small to begin with, but I'm a little shorter. Gotcha. Probably six inches shorter. Halfling sized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah door size. Um, and she is standing across from what appears to be another Atratus. Um, this Atratus has her hair done like freshly, you know, done up. There's something to it, some like almost uh rather than Atratus is like normal black hair, it's almost um opalescent. It's got some like color, not like oily, but just there's some shine to it. Um, and the the same kind of, you know, jacket and shirt combo that is very Atratus. Um, and she has this enormous like Tommy gun pointed, <laughs> pointed at weird. And just it's it's a it's it's very clearly there is a stalemate going on here. I'm pretty sure weird probably hasn't drawn her weapon because uh, oh. she knows where she's at. She's like, I'm not an invader. I'm just and and just like help. I'm like I've been your yeah, hands are up. My I've been invited. Yep. And so I'm like four and a half feet tall in here. Right. And it's it's, <laughs> and so the, it's a very like stalemate situation. The Tommy gun is pointed, and as soon as you guys kind of step through this the double door to the entry, like other Atratus I'm like see see <laughs> other Atratus doesn't even look up and goes oh so she really is allowed in yeah she's wasn't supposed to care before me but um yeah she's invited and the gun just disappears uh just kind of <laughs> dropped and uh other Atratus looks over and goes you just brought a whole damn party. Okay. What's up? Songbird. <sighs> yeah, um... We were told stuff was... strange in here, and I didn't want to, you know, wade into come, it by myself. Come, yeah, didn't want to come by yourself. Yeah, sure, I don't know. Do you think that's fucking strange? And so you've got this, you know, the grand, you know, ballroom you know, kind of entrance hall thing. And you've got doorways and hallways that lead to other places. And there's this big, like, jagged, wrecked, like, burnt house kind of section of a wall with a door um, that looks, you know, twisted up and burnt and stuff like that. And there is a nice little, you know, caution you know, we're mopping the floor, signed in front of it, and little yellow police tape. <laughs> Technical difficulties. From, uh, and stuff like that. And it's just... Little caution tape. Yes. And it's just like, nope, and hang off. And she goes, and she looks over and she's like, listen, I'm a badass in here. I can't fix this shit. You have to do this. What? I like happened her. here? The fuck do you think happened? Something fucked with your soul. We have to live in this. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah, the, the rest of it looks nice, though. Absolutely. We have a badass soul, except for this. <laughs> it's a, like, it's embarrassing. I can't have people over. You have people over? <laughs> I'm metaphorically speaking, Jesus Christ. Okay. Hey. <laughs> can, can I have a, can I have a look? That's for yeah, her to decide. I want to go, like scrutinize it i guess i want to go yeah, i want to go check out this um 
this thing. Okay. Um, and, and she goes, whoa, 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 hang on. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. Okay. Are you actually ready for this? Because let's be honest, you haven't dealt with stuff very well. I mean, no, but like, I gotta deal with it. Okay, I dig this attitude. Yes, you have to deal like, with it. I, I appreciate that. Yes. All right, go team. Um, are you coming? I mean, I do an advisory role. I can't fix okay. shit. <laughs> My mine does the same thing. It's okay. They just sort of hang around and give they you talk a big game. advice. Yes, advice. Tell you what to do. Go do it. Yes. And they push you through a skyscraper and, or some shit. And legitimately, other Atratus walks over and suddenly mop shoved into Atratus's hand, bucket shoved into Songbird's arms. Go fix this shit. And like, you know, kind of walks over with you, pulls down the the tape. Um, and immediately, Atratus, you feel like a wash of things you have not thought of in a long time, just kind of tickling the back of your head and you go, oh, this is going to be a lot of bad memories and bad thoughts, stuff that you have not thought about in a long time. And she kind of kicks over the little Fun. little cone and she looks at weird and says, yeah, you too. Um, and then, you know, kind of waits for you guys to walk up, grabs hold of the door handle and then the door like, the handle turns, the door opens, and suddenly, boom, you guys are gone. Uh, just the, the place falls away, and suddenly you have visions of, well, for um, Songbird and Weird, this is very, very disconcerting because your point, you know, you know first person view, not in your own body. Um, Songbird, you don't ever remember being this short. Uh, but uh, Atratus, you recognize you're 12, 11. Um, and it's it's this really great memory. You got it's vacation. You guys see Gabe, both Songbird and Weird. You're like, oh, hey, it's Gabe. But he's like 12. Um, because remember, they're twins. Oh, yeah, yeah 12. That's the, that's the interesting yeah. part. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And, you know, wow, they really look like twins when you put them right next to each other like this. Um, And you can feel the connection there. There's somebody who looks vaguely like Atranus and Gabe, but older mom. Okay, sure. And then, okay, there's dad. And there, I don't know, what what, what was vacation like, Atranus? Uh, I was picturing this as just like fun times at the beach. You have kids playing in the sand and the parents are there and it's, a very good memory. Yeah, that That is kind of what I was thinking, too. Um, and so, you know, Gabe is like, come on, let's let's race up and down the beach. Come on. And I'm pretty sure Atratus is like, no, nah, I'm cool. Thanks. Um, that is that is the dichotomy that you have with with those twins. And mom and dad are there sitting talking and you hear a little comment from mom. Uh, and it's like it's it's this really sunny day. Like the beach is terrific. And for whatever reason, it feels like it's just them. Like there's other people, you can see them, but they don't feel like they're encroaching. They're not close and stuff like that. And then Atratus just overhears, we'll just get a second opinion from another doctor, says mom. And all of a sudden, clouds move in over the beach. It gets stormy, it gets rough. Um, And all of a sudden Gabe 
who previously was just full of energy and stuff like that, is now manic levels. Right, come on, come on, come on, we gotta do something, let's go. And just is like, absolutely cannot sit around. He can't be here, he doesn't wanna be here. He wants to go do something. And then it just kind of pauses. He was trying to protect you, wasn't he? I guess. Um, and then uh, a moment later, like the clouds, you know, cover over the sun and we have like the you know, apocalypse level storm, right? It's just really, really dark uh, and you are no longer at the beach. You're sitting in a very uncomfortable, like old church. Um, there's a casket up at the at the end. Uh, you look down and Atratus is in black dress. Gabe is sitting there and they're both clutching hands um, as person after person, faceless people, faceless people just walk by. It's okay. It'll be better. It's all right. He's at peace now. It's okay. It's fine. You'll be okay. Your mom loves you. Your dad loved you. Loved, loved. Past tense, past tense, past tense. Um, and it's just like, oh, okay, this is, this is fun. Sure. Um, and like the memory shifts again. Um, and whoops. Didn't you forget that part? Say that again. So I managed to forget that part. You forgot your parents? No, more just the pain. Yeah, just pushed that away. It's like everybody's slapping you in the face with it. Yeah. And then uh, jump forward as the funeral kind of falls away and picks up at uh, high school graduation. Mom is there looking super proud. I love my babies. Come here. And just, you know, two hugs. And, you know, Travis is about level with, with mom. Gabe is up here. Um, and, you know, I love you, both of you. Oh, you're going to college. I'm so proud of you guys. Oh, I wish your dad was here. It's okay. You guys have done this. I'm so proud of you. And, like, as she's saying that, and, like, probably there's a beat. And then suddenly you are in Atreides' dorm room. And there's a text and just little note uh, across it. It's a, and it's just a text from Gabe. It says, mom's in the hospital. There was an accident. I'm coming to pick you up. It'll be okay. And then suddenly, boom, you're in the hospital as uh, Gabe and Atratus are sitting there. Gabe and Emily are sitting there in a little hospital waiting room holding hands as a faceless doctor sits there and says, it was painless. It's fine. She went, she went. Calmly, she went, she had no pain, it was fine. 
Don't worry about it. She's okay. She's in a better place now. Um, are you guys going to be okay? Gibbs, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're good. You know, we're, we're in college. So we, we got dorms. We, we, we got a place to stay. We, we live in town. It's, it's, we'll be okay. Uh, yeah, don't worry. I'll, I, I've got a, I, I can make the funeral, uh, funeral plans. No big deal. I got it. Hand pat to, on Emily. And then suddenly back in Atratus's dorm room, different dorm room, there's a text. Well, actually, at this point, post-grad, possibly an apartment at this point. And New apartments at this point, yeah. yeah. And, a, and on the phone call, hi, is this, uh, is this Emily Miller? Yeah, this is uh, Fire Marshal so-and-so. Been, a, been an accident. And there is this, like, palpable physical emptiness, like, as, like, Atratus kind of reaches for a hand that is not there. And then suddenly, you guys are there with little Peter Pan weird Valkyrie songbird and normal Atratus standing in this burnt out living room just charred and smoked there's a twisted leftover of a tv um books just are burnt to little chunks of you know nothingness and it's just absolutely just charred out and just ripped apart and everything physical everything that you know was there it just looks absolutely ruined and you are suddenly there. Atrentis has a mop in her hands. Songbird, you've got a bucket. A mop bucket. So. Fuck. <laughs> you okay? Uh, no. But kind of gotta be, right? No, you don't have to. Well, let's, I guess... Get to cleaning. And there's suddenly other Atratus who is like in almost video game style, like bad 80s movie, like hologram, right? Who go who kind of leans in and says, yes, use your hands. That's brilliant. And then is suddenly gone. <laughs> um Okay. Magic, my dear. So, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> I legit got choked up during the whole thing. No. So, <laughs> uh, um, use your magic. Do I have magic that can clean? Uh, that is a good question. <laughs> that, does it matter? Yeet it all right. in space. Uh, no, like I know there are matter spells that could like get rid of it but i don't have um i could like but you can also change. do dirty stuff yeah i'm just trying to figure out if in the purview of what i have in matter is any of those ah yes um not move. not with matter two but with matter three yeah, that's what i thought do you need to get rid of it i mean i need to fix it 
I think it's more like you need to come to terms with it. I haven't yeah, but... done a lot of, you know, navel gazing. But it seems to me that this is part of what makes you you. The burned out husk of my dead brother's house. That memory. Those memories formed who you are. I mean, yeah, but... Burying them doesn't make them go away. It makes them fester, right? I mean, I'm not an expert on soul delving. That's, I mean, Songbird has way more experience than any of us, I think. He's done it once. Um, I'm going to start walking around um, and uh, like tracing my fingers over some like burnt furniture and mm -hmm. broken shards of stuff. And uh, I'm going to start casting Geomancy. Okay. Go ahead. Um, bear in mind, you do have to deal with paradox. Um, and, and the one thing I will mention to Ash as he's doing that uh, is that you can decide if you have matter three or not. If Atratus has matter three or not. Everything's, yeah, everything's very, even more so Imago's driven. Um, okay. Um, all right, I'm going to. And while he casts that, um, yeah. well, I'll wait for him to cast. We'll jump back over to Mammon here for a second. That'll give you guys also a minute to figure out, okay, soul stuff, how does this all work? Um, uh, well, to be fair, Mammon is is waiting to call. Oh, yes, that's true. Right. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens. I, I, I hit my hour and a half, and all of a sudden, the brain starts to lose cohesion. All right, so I need to overreach to instant um, duration okay. and scale. Okay. Just want to say, be very careful about introducing Paradox <laughs> to soul. Sure, sure. It'll be fine, I'm sure. I'm using my tool and my shadow okay. name. Um, and the idea is to invoke resonance keywords of like peace and acceptance okay i dig it uh so roll that uh oh wow 10 of course this is songbird rolling so it'll be one maybe um and it'll be a chance die oh, yes, paradox yes, yes, yes. if you want to do that we good or five. Hey, Hell yeah. <laughs> I love this. Okay. Feast or yep. famine. Uh, so is something you want to, uh, what, what, what would you like to select? Uh, as a reminder, um, bonus step, reach, um, condition, all mana, ignore withstand. Um. I'll take okay. a condition. Uh, you have plus two to craft. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah. So um, you 
essentially grab some pieces of Atratus's soul and start adjusting and just just right, smidging yeah. them a little uh, bit. Yeah, you you have a very small lever here. Uh, we, we are not yeah. moving worlds, but yeah, just start to nudge some things and um, to everyone's eyes, some of the stuff that as, as Songbird is kind of moving starts to kind of fix itself up. So stuff starts to knit back together. Scorch marks start to like dim, uh, dim, pat, whatever, they go away. Um, so it lights things are starting to repair themselves a little bit. Okay. Um, I want to look around some. Okay. Trying to, like, manipulating the stuff or, like, explore? Like, exploring. Um, Because I didn't really come here. So I want to see what my soul has here. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, as you kind of look around, um, like within the room, you've got the couch and the TV, and like, th- there's no rule required. You recognize this is not Gabe's house. It's not Gabe's room or anything like that. But there's little bits and pieces here. Like the, the living room is like that one house that you had, but that couch you didn't have until college. Um, and then you kind of make your way upstairs and you have first bedroom, bedroom when you were a little later, a mirror of that same bedroom. But when you were a few years older and you tore down all the My Little Pony posters and then next room over is, you know, the dorm that you had and the next room. And it's just all these bedrooms that you've had and stuff like that um, all up until... There's, you you do not find the songbird, the puck building bedroom. Um, you know, it, these are past bedrooms. Um, and then you oh well, what's the and then you look and there's a master bedroom, and it's like your parents' bedroom from like when you were a kid, the one like you used to run into when you were scared. You know, the storm and you snuck into and stuff like that. Not quite memory palace. Uh, but lots of big, distinct memory places just upstairs. Come back downstairs and, you know, the books, you know, some of them are books you recognize. Oh, yeah, The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Yep, they're all here. And then... Nerd! Right. Uh, oh, yes, what a surprise. Uh, and then there's, you know, one labeled, you know, uh, you know, third grade crushes. And then there's there's another one that's right, <laughs> um, and like you know all the you know the spines are burnt and stuff like that. But you know there's other ones that you know, um, uh, you know the you know um, you know dreams of being a marine biologist. Um, and then screw that, Indiana Jones is badass right next to it. <laughs> um, you know a variety of stuff like that. So it's this weird amalgamation of memories and literal memories and then you know anthologies of memories yeah um and it's a bunch of stuff that like you have the like there's a moment as you're looking at a lot of it where you have the whiff of like dust from an attic 
And like, I don't know if Atreides has ever been up into a dusty old attic, you know. Definitely. Uh, it's like, <laughs> you know, I know this, you know, or. This is uh, the feeling of things that have been locked away and forgotten. Yep. Okay. Um. So yeah, this is not Gabe's house. This is mine. Um, I'm going to say that I have matter three. I'm going to attempt to use something mm-hmm. like wind strike. <laughs> uh, like I'm going to roll for wind strike, but I don't want to damage things. I want to literally just like blow the ash and smoke off of things. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did that. Uh, if you want to look to the left of that, there is a spell for repairing things. Just FYI. Uh, Which but, one? Uh, Negrito and Albedo. Oh, oh yeah. That works too. <laughs> it's like, we, we can blow the dust off. I kind of dig that. <laughs> but there's literally a repair spell. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, I was thinking thing. of uh, cleaning, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that one probably works better. Yep. So Yeah, because lower stuff, you can like make stuff hardier. This is mm-hmm. the spell that actually fixes things. Reach doesn't matter because I have infinite you have ramp. infinite reach. Yeah, in space. I don't know. She's got like four bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, it's plenty of space. Um, I need to increase. Well, the reach doesn't matter. I can increase scale and get the whole thing right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no potency and no duration. Counter as I can use. Two for a high speech and. What other tool? Um, in your soul, you have unlimited number of like representational tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, high speech. Uh, I don't think your shadow name would really apply. Not as Ghost Whisperer Travis. Um, no. uh, that said, uh, plus two for her soul. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say uh, yeah. environmental mm-hmm. yantra. Yeah, and technically, you are still in your domain. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm in the domain, so yep. that's... That's another two. So... Nine dice? Nine. Yep. Cool. Uh, One so success. All that matters, right? So what does Atratus' ver- version of repairing things look like and restoring things back? Are they just suddenly boom? They are, or is it a no, like? No, it's like the um opposite of decaying. Like where they have been burned, they sort of grow back into place. Pull back from up. the like, like mushrooms growing in fast motion. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Just everything like and rewind. Uh, yeah, pretty much like putting it on rewind and watching it undo what was done. Very cool. Uh, and so yeah, around the room, everything just starts to knit back up. Songbird, you were able to read that third grade crushes, you know, spine over there and stuff like that. And stuff just starts to fix up and the TV starts playing and you can see that beach scene um, playing. But you're seeing the real beach scene. You see there was a huge crowd. There was a ton of stuff. You know, a bunch of people running around. Gabe was dodging through people laying out on, you know, blankets and stuff like that. You see the real memory, not the what I remember memory um, and hologram Atratus kind of shows up, kind of looks around and like starts to become more 
you know like actually show up right actual, actually hologram. real and goes well that was pretty quick and she grabs the mop where it is in picks up the bucket and i'll take these i you're good now right and just and bye okay um so that's I guess Do this you is feel hatched? any different? No. I mean, not immediately, but like as but you I... say that, <laughs> like literally, other Atratus kind of pokes, like leans over just from a space in space, and just like sh- shoulders and head going. Are we picking up the lesson, or do we need to talk more? Because I got more shit for you to clean up if necessary. <laughs> Uh, I think we're good. Okay, because, I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about what you think. Do you remember what you feel? Like, you can come back. I will happily give you more chores, and next time I won't let you use magic. And we'll just, we'll just have a whole Cinderella. I will straight up evil stepmother your ass if I need to. <laughs> Uh, no, I think I'm good. I think I will probably come back here by myself at some point to sort of... Have a little heart-to-heart and we can have a sit-down? Yeah. That'll be terrific. I'll set out coffee and we'll... The good shit, not that stuff Songbird keeps bringing. Love you, babe. (laughs) 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 Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I would like to come back and explore this when I'm by myself and can have time to dig through personal memories. By myself sure but that, that seems fair yeah i think for the moment i'm a bit better you have three matter now okay <laughs> um so do, do you basically shoot everybody out and get like go 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 everybody go wake up uh or you're gonna poke around a little bit more while you're here Show me your matter roads. Yeah, let's go look at those spells. I want to make sure they're not broken anymore. Okay. Um, do we do we necessarily want to go into that? Because I'll be honest, I wasn't prepared for this. We can jump back. <laughs> but I mean, I, I will happily say you guys decide, you know, to try to take a minute to like give you guys a tour through hey this is what death and matter looks like which one and i'll need the death part <laughs> yeah, no thank you say, what happened is super cool look at all this stuff doing I, weird things like i'm interested in her vision of death because we share that arcanum mm-hmm. that's true but mm-hmm. different imagos right mm-hmm. yeah my my vision of death is very well so we've got mm-hmm. half an hour left mm-hmm. yeah or so let's... or so let's jump back to john and we can decide on this later yeah. all right mm-hmm. okay um, yeah. and I mean, like, can. but I you definitely guys, want to do some scrutinizing while we're in here, right? And well, and the but main we'll thing is that. because he's trying to text weird. Um, mm-hmm. the, the main reason I bring it up is as you can see, getting into each other's souls, not a big deal, like, it, no. is, it is something you can do fairly easily. So, um, so we're good on like, okay, we can come back later, yeah, okay. sure, yeah. Uh, so, um, just because I love the drama of hey, your soul knows what's going on. Well, actually, no, this is not weird soul. Yeah. So you guys kind of pop out. Um, I expect that'll be a very different experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and um, uh, yeah, uh, 
Travis, you immediately like just looking around, you're like, okay, yeah, this feels way better. Like you had lifted. Yeah, like yeah, the big lift off of your shoulders kind of thing. Uh, everybody go ahead and take an arcane beat because hey, look, we went and explored somebody's soul. And uh, yeah, um, uh, Atreides will take the... Hang on, I looked at this condition before. There it is. Triumphant. Um, uh, no, no, that's not the one. Shoot. Yes, steadfast. Sorry, wrong one. Uh, when you have failed a roll, you may choose to resolve this condition to instead treat it as an act, uh, treat the action as if you rolled a single success. The roll is a chance die. You can choose to resolve the condition and roll a single regular die instead. Hmm. Okay, that's cool. It is one of the craziest things. That said, it does not give a beat when you resolve it because yeah, yep. you get your success on your roll. Yeah. Um, and so, as you guys are like coming out of your various meditation poses. I, I love the idea. Songbird was like doing yoga poses, but I, I have a feeling like Weird was just like sitting on the floor. I'm, yeah, I'm just like rolling a coin between my knuckles. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I did that. Uh, I think you made it like half a knuckle and then you're just like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, Weird, you get a text from uh, John. Uh, no, I was calling. Oh, calling. That's correct. Yes. Okay. From who? Oh, Mammon? Yes. Mammon. Hello. Well, are, hey, is it Melvin uh, or did you call from a burner? <laughs> uh, it's it, a burner. Called from a burner. Okay. Oh, the prop. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, extra. So I'm driving back home from the Athenaeum, and I'm kind of freaking out right now. What's going on? Uh, so I, you remember what Julia said about how he's got connections like everywhere? Yeah. I think. I think the Athenaeum's in on it. Like, so I told Oceans and she seemed all concerned at first, but then she just fucking bounced, yo, like she was gone. And I kept asking, hey, uh, where's Oceans? What's going on with Oceans? I haven't seen Oceans in a while. Nobody knows where she is. And then like fucking, there was some like weird mummy demon thing. I think he, he said his name was Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh <laughs> It was just like watching this, right? And then so like um he's just like teleports us back to the Athenaeum and then he like tried to take me down to a cell, dude. Like it was weird. So I Dang. told him I'm not I'm not all about this. I'm I'm out. So I left. I'm on my way back to the apartment. But hey, you guys gotta be careful with that Athenaeum, like for real. Some shit's going down there. Like it's weird, it's creepy. Um, you, interesting theory. I'm trying to remember what I know. Do I know that uh, that uh, Graves was at your apartment? No. No. Okay. I thought. Um, nope. Yeah. No. There's All we were told is that something fucky was up with, with Mammon. So. Okay. Do you have wards or some kind of security at your apartment, or? I have a door with a lock on it. Is that enough? But no, no. Uh, but listen, for real, like if he's already been in once, okay, and he? none of us can make a ward that'll keep him out. So I figure I'm just gonna go home. Take that as a fucking challenge. See what see what happens. I uh, 
Okay. okay I- good talk. Bye. Because I'm home now. Okay. We don't know where he lives either. Nope. So no. <laughs> nope. Um, but we can find it easy enough. Yeah. Over an hour. Okay. Uh, uh, so he's freaking out and he thinks the Athenaeum is in some kind of conspiracy against him. Great. Why? Not entirely Great. what I said, but <laughs> close enough. My interpretation of it. Sure. And uh, <sighs> something happened. This in is his becoming a very familiar feeling <laughs> every time I think about Mammon. Going home. So, um, like, uh, why does he think the. All right, shoes on, Katie, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> to okay. the mystery machine. I know you guys just were, you know, visiting a soul, uh, but we had to go move our legs now. Um, so um, over at uh, while you guys are getting ready and Vera, uh, uh, Mammon is heading into his apartment and then is yes. So once I get uh, upstairs into my apartment, I am. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you guys see, but I have this nifty uh, spell template yes. up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been wondering so what this has been for a while now. I have heard, I being Mammon, of course, so many times throughout the day that, well, you know, maybe Beck really is dead. Maybe you're just seeing exactly what you want to see, right? So I am going to attempt to scry on Beck again. But this time, I'm going to try to be at least as centered as I can be right mm-hmm. now. Uh, what with everything going on and with an open mind to whatever I see is whatever I see, as opposed to going in with expectations. Cool. Do me a favor. And before you roll that, um, resolve, resolve plus composure uh, to kind of meditate and center yourself. Okay. You pull my sheet up. You said resolve plus composure. Affirmative. Oh, shit. Songbird would suggest using a prime one spell called discern lies. Oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) Or pierce deception. Sorry, not discern lies. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Uh, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and roll this first. Four successes. Oh, yeah, I love that he's got a four composure. Four yeah. composure, that's yes. baller. <laughs> well, also, my uh, my virtue is patience. Although, I think nope. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so, in the interest of saving time, mm-hmm. is this going to be enough, or do I need to cast that spell as well? Oh, uh, uh, because you can take some time to cast it, and it is a one dot spell. I'm not stressing that. No, what I meant was prime, the prime one. Right. That, like I uh, said, we're going to hand wave the Pierce Deception. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I am going to go ahead and roll for my um, my casting. That is going to be a a dice, correct? Correct. Three successes, and I don't believe it is in. No, Scar is not a praxis because it's one that I keep thinking you should have had as a praxis. But that's fine. As much as I've used it, you would think so. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Uh, Real quick, uh, Craig, what are you queuing up there? Um, uh, Lucky number. Okay. That's what what I figured. Well, to figure out your address, which I don't know will Uh, necessarily work. No. 
you know, but some random phone, like he's got, I don't know, a chair made out of burner phones. One of them's going to start ringing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could just call me back on the number I just called you from. Called you on. He does not throw phones away quite as often as you. Okay, but that's fine. Chuck them out the window, Uh, driving down the street. So, um, Mammon meditates, prepares himself to pierce deception. He says, "Fuck this! I'm not going to deal with lies. I don't know what lies they are." Um, And if I remember correctly, um, uh, you know immediately if it is a lie. Isn't that right? Mm Hmm. Yes. yeah, see, but can you literally see through, like, see through it, like the truth? Yeah, and there's a reach for uh, getting just to sensing falsehoods. You get some symbolic sense of what the actual truth is. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, so, yes, you scry on deck, and the window opens, and you see this, like, blackness, this darkness in your head. Because imagine you're not doing the big window thing. You know, you're, you're sitting there meditating, cast a spell, and just it's blackness. And it's like, okay, well, that's fine. That's better than seeing the waitress, maybe. Or flying on the plane, yes. Chris, I want to point out real quick that when your wife looked at us, she shook her head like fucking nerds and then walked <laughs> in, in the back. You're sitting there meditating, looking at this blackness, trying to understand what it is and you feel your eyes begin to adjust metaphorically speaking and you are looking down at dressed in kind of nice clothes a corpse. <sighs> I'm not a doctor but that sounds bad. <laughs> Okay, so Mammon uh, Mammon comes back comes back out of it. Sure. Um, and uh, I quickly stand up, and I'm breathing heavy at this point because um, everything's crashing down. Right. Sure. I'm nervously pacing back and forth. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go into. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go into my, like my closet. Sure. And I'm going to grab my, my mask. And then I'm going to go ahead and grab my gun. And uh, I'm really having a hard time with this, right? Breathing heavy, you know, slapping a lamp off a table. Um, I go into the bathroom and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and all I can think of is that's him. That's the guy that killed Beck. And, uh, I don't like, I I still don't have the memories of doing it other than the ones that Cynthia showed me, but somewhere deep down, I, I know it to be true. Like after what I saw, it's really the only thing that makes sense. Um, I scream out in, in anguish and sadness, and I just start punching the shit out of the mirror, um, slicing my hand pretty deep. Kind of run my hands lethal. over my face. What? Take point of lethal. <laughs> okay. Kind of hold my uh, my head and Oh, I still have that point of lethal from last time. Has it I been just, long enough? Yeah. Oh, two days. No. So you have two points of lethal. 
have two points of lethal. Um, I kind of hold my face in my hands for a second and look back up, and then I stop. And I catch my breath for a second, and I realize something. I'm looking at the face in the mirror, and it's got the blood from my hand on it. It's a mask. It's effectively a mask. And then I look at the mask I have in my hand, and I realize I didn't do anything. Todd didn't do anything. All of the bad shit that I have ever done in my life, I did as Mammon. Mammon killed Beck. Todd didn't do anything. Mammon robbed those banks. Todd's never robbed a bank in a life in his life. He owns a penetration testing company. He wouldn't do that. But Mammon would. So I uh I am going to uh go ahead and realize that the universe has given Mammon access to immense potential power if he just has the strength to reach out and grab it. But Todd doesn't have that strength. Todd's just a guy that runs a penetration company, but Mammon has that strength. And in return for this immense power, the universe demands dedication to it. So Todd has decided that he's not going to be Todd anymore. He is Mammon. He's not Todd being Mammon. He is Mammon who sometimes is Todd. And uh, Mammon goes ahead and puts his mask on and then turns around and says to the Gregories that are most assuredly there. All right. I know you're watching me. Let's do this. And with that, there's like this subtle little pop and Mr. Graves is kind of leans his head around from the side of your, the bathroom. All right. You uh, ever really given a look at that pinky ring of yours? Not really. What's on there? Uh, it's a sigil for the uh, the order I was a member of. Yeah, but what's actually on there? And I, I don't know if John remembers. Oh, God, what did I say it was? Um, it's on the back of the $1 bill. Oh, you fucking I... idiot. Oh, my God. <laughs> when it the eye oh, over the well, pyramid? it was an eye, but it wasn't the all-seeing eye. It was uh, an eye with something is the iris. I can't. What did I? I messaged it to you. What yeah, did I say? It was? But but the main thing being, it's an eye. Um, and Mr. Graves kind of looks down and says, oh. "Well, Mammon, I'd like to welcome you to the Panopticon, where we know all, see all, all knowledge is ours, and we won't keep secrets from you." And it's okay, as he kind of reaches down and like pats, pats your shoulder and says, you didn't kill Beck. You pulled the trigger, 
and she was going to die. But those ba bastards that work for the Chancellor, the Ministry of Mammon, killed Beck. Mammon killed Beck, but not you. So let's let's go have a talk. Let's let's talk about what the the Lady of Masks, the Lady of Mirrors, can do for you, and what you can do for her. And kind of helps Mammon up and kind of pulls a handkerchief out of his hand and kind of just calmly wraps your hand. We'll get that looked at too. Come on, buddy. <laughs> and we cut back over to Weird, uh, calling Mammon back. Yep. Okay. So while all that's been going on, various phones in Mammon's apartment <laughs> have been ringing. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Six fucking six. Jesus. And yep, dial a, dial, dial a random number. Phone rings over there. Phone rings over there. I'm going to take yep, a while. Like, take a Travis's phone. Dial a random number. Take Songbird's phone. Dial a random number. Wild guess that Mammon doesn't pick up. Probably not. Cool. And okay, we're not going till eight. We'll go to seven forty-five. <laughs> yeah. And with Bastard. that, um, for. And this is so perfectly timed because we're going to have to deal with yeah. the fallout on the next episode, and this is going to be a mess. So uh, with that, guys, um, John is stepping away from the Chronicle for a little while, um, potentially for a long while. We're not quite sure. We're going to figure some stuff out. Some stuff out. You will not see him on the live streams, uh, but we do have plans. Mammon is not completely done. Uh, we're going to do some some cool little YouTube videos to kind of talk about the lay of the land, what what is going on in the mage universe in kind of an in-character thing as Mammon learns from Mr. Graves and joins the Seers of the Panopticon. Um, so this is our farewell to... It's blood on sight. <laughs> oh yeah, trust me. This is going to be some good shit. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I've mentioned it privately. Um, uh, the rest of the cabal knew that John was going to be leaving, but didn't know how. This is not where I saw it going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't worry. Mammon is still going to be around um, to cause trouble. And sometimes maybe we'll be able to get John in on the game. Other times it'll just be me doing my best John impression. Uh, so a lot of bullshit. Uh, <laughs> It's not too hard to do. Just say fuck between every word. Um, and so that is that is the end of uh, tonight's episode. Um, you guys are watching this on Thursday. Maybe not. You might be watching it sometime later. But if you're watching this on Thursday, we will be playing live on twitch.tv slash the Onyx Path. Um, and we will we will be doing that. For, songbird and weird episode yes that's true yeah it will be a songbird and weird episode because atratus ash will be busy traveling um and then the week after that we will have songbird and we'll be together yeah we'll be together I'm, I'm very curious I'm, I'm going to see we might see if we can cram them together in one little screen uh, <laughs> um, Wait, what else are you gonna do yeah uh, you have two webcams i don't know we'll figure oh, no, something you do. You... oh i just have one so, yeah. nonetheless uh we'll yeah, talk we'll, We'll figure something out, but that'll be the week after. Uh, it's all right. Me and Craig are still here. We're not going anywhere. Uh, 
<laughs> and uh, so, yeah, uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, uh, after having already seen people's reactions on episode 33, uh, Trigger Pull, this is some good stuff. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. And John, thank you for joining us. It has been a blast to be your storyteller. And for sure, uh, like absolutely. I said, we will uh, we, we will see some more of John and Mammon uh, in the future. So. Thanks for having me. Right. Cool, guys. Well, uh, until next time. Stay lucky. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys, for joining us with another episode of Occultus Anonymous. As if you've forgotten suddenly what, what show you're watching. Uh, listening to, I guess, technically. So this is our farewell to John, uh, our faithful Mammon player. Uh, so we will see him leave uh, the Chronicle for the time being. Uh, he will be around a little bit. There's a video series that he and I are going to work on to introduce new people to the factions and people of Mage the Awakening. Uh, so that'll be kind of a cool thing. We're going to do it kind of in character. It'll be a little different. It'll, it's going to be an experiment. Speaking of experiments, we are live streaming well Friday evening. Uh, it'll be um, shortly after this podcast goes up. Well, not shortly after. It'll be the day after this podcast goes up. Of course, if you're watching this a little bit behind, uh, then don't worry about it. Uh, I mentioned this early in the podcast, but I figure I'd just remind you guys about it. That will be at twitch.tv slash the Onyx Path, you can come watch us, which, of course, if you're on the podcast, you may not even know what we look like. You probably do, but, you know. And, uh, yeah, come join us. Be part of the community and hang out with us. Uh, we'd love to see you. And, of course, you can always join our Discord if you want to join the conversation. And, of course, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Thanks, guys, and we'll see you uh, next episode.